It's over here, baby. It's Ashley, a.k.a. Ash, and Shantavia, a.k.a. Shay, and this is Obedience Podcast. So we want to welcome you guys to another series. Yay. Happy May! So glad that you guys have made it over to the fifth month of 2021. Yes. Hallelujah. So you may have heard of the saying, April showers brings May flowers. Mm-hmm. So that's why we thought that this series should be titled, May flowers. So we're just going to, you know, bring that into our spiritual lives as well and show you guys what we mean by that. So in our last series, in our spring cleaning series, we had several topics. We discussed the all-purpose cleaner and we went through the decluttering phase. And, you know, that may can represent, you know, their rainy season. It got kind of dark in your life. So, after you have completed that process, you've cleaned up, we messed up, yeah. we started your life over again. Now, it's time to go ahead and start planting some things in your life. Let's yeah. replace those things that we threw away. Mm-hmm. And we want to replace those things with God's word and also his promises so that we can see his abundance in our lives, yes. right? Mm-hmm. That's why we're planting good seeds of his promises within this Mayflower series. Yes. And that's so good. Look how he just connects that together. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't do that. That was all him. Always. He always coming in and showing out. And mm-hmm. we are so thankful for and him. And we accept him every time. You just come yep. on and sit right here. So, during our Mayflower series, we will discuss some of God's promises. We can't cover them all. There's just so many. Um, But we will... Well, we already have provided a printable for you guys just to go over some of his promises so that you guys can plant those seeds in your life and God will get the increase and also the harvest as well. So for this series, our anchor scripture is 2 Corinthians 1 and 20. And it reads, no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us. To the glory of God. So if you haven't already, be sure to check out our in-depth study as we covered this scripture and we went in-depth on this scripture as well. So Shay is going to tell us what the first promise that we were covering today. All right, y'all. So I am so excited about this episode because this is something that we all have in common, Mm -hmm. and that is salvation. Yes. And that is one of the many promises that God provides us. Mm -hmm. But I think it's one of the most important promises because through salvation, we are offered the opportunity to have eternal life. Yeah. It's so wonderful to know that we may die in our earthly bodies, but our spirit is always going to be living. Yeah. And so... Every single believer has salvation. Every single person who doesn't believe has the opportunity to have salvation. Mm -hmm. So that's why we are so excited to get into this topic. And also we chose salvation as the first episode of the Mayflower series. So the focus scripture for this episode is going to be Romans chapter 1 verses 16 through 17. 
it says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. So through this episode, our main objective is to encourage you all that through Jesus Christ, we have been rescued. Mm -hmm. And we are so excited. We have three topics for y'all today. So first, we're going to talk about how God saves everyone. Everyone has the opportunity to be saved. And then in the second topic, we're going to talk about how we are righteous in God because of Christ. And then the third topic is going to be, we are sealed by faith forever. Period. Forever, ever, forever, ever. ever. So, before we get into this episode, we always like to invite Holy Spirit in. So, let's take a second and bow our heads. Mm -hmm. So, Father God, we want to thank you for allowing us to come together another day to speak to your people. We want to thank you for blessing Ashley with this series. And we pray that through this series, people are able to understand and also receive the promises that you've given to us. We pray that through this series, people are able to plant seeds and their beautiful flowers will bloom through this series. We pray that just at least one person accepts you as their Lord and Savior through this salvation episode. And we pray that as we are speaking, you just intercede and speak through us. So we do want to ask for forgiveness over any sins that we have, God. And we pray that as we are teaching about repentance in this episode, that people understand the true meaning of repentance. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Shay, for that wonderful prayer and just inviting the Holy Spirit in. You know, we can't do this thing without him. Mm-hmm. Ask all. So we're going to go ahead and hop into the first topic, the first breakdown of the scripture, where we're discussing that God is not a respecter of person. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone can be saved. Yep. Anybody, like, y'all. anybody. So before we get into the topic, I did want to, like, start off with a brief description or definition of salvation. Okay. So, in short, I'll say... It's pretty much a re- being rescued. Mm-hmm. And that's what Christ did for us. And we, If you ha- ever have read a passage or part of the Old Testament, you know, there were a whole bunch of laws and the things that they had to go through. And pretty much, it was even a time in, in the Bible where God was just like, I hate I even created people, like humans, because they were just so evil. Like, when evil entered into the world, you know, mm-hmm. people just went rampant. And, you know, there were so many things that you had to do in order to be forgiven. And you had to make these all these sacrifices. You had yeah. to uh, do things right. You had to find a specific lamb to be or animals to sacrifice. And honestly, all of those things weren't enough. 
Like, we could never be perfect on our own, like, in our own flesh. Um, but Jesus knew that he had to do something. He tried it with Adam. He failed. He tried it with Abraham. He failed. And Noah, everyone that he, he tried to use, they failed. But God placed and embodied himself through Jesus so that we'll be saved. Mm -hmm. And we're rescued through him. So what are we rescued from? We're rescued by danger. Of course, if we're, if we're being rescued, it has to be some kind of danger out there, right? Mm -hmm. So the life of sin, the life of, I like to say dead alive, because you can be alive like in this physical body, but you can be dead to sin. Yeah. But in Romans, it tells us that we are not, like through Jesus Christ, we aren't dead to sin. Like he, he's taking care of the, the penalty of sin. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So it's through Jesus Christ that we have life. In the part of 16, it says that saving everyone who believes. So I think that's the first qualification. You know, God, like we said, that God is not a respecter of persons. Like you don't have to, you know, be born on the West Coast to be able to be saved by God. Yeah. The only qualification is that you believe. So simple. Yeah. So simple. It's so simple that it doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to add what, to what you said that the wages of sin is death. Mm -hmm. So that's the only outcome that we have from sin. And so everything that God considers a sin mm -hmm. is actually something to protect us. Mm -hmm. So if you think of every single sin that is in the Bible, each one of those are to protect us yeah. from evil from harm and so a lot of people they like to say oh sin is fun especially like the the getting drunk yeah um or the sex outside of marriage it's yeah. so much fun but honestly it have you seen people who over drink like they look bad the skin is wrinkly mm -hmm. they look bad y'all or the issue with sex outside of marriage, we all know of STDs, yeah. and some STDs can be deadly. So, even if we get into the sin of gluttony, he mm -hmm. tells us not to overeat, so we won't have, like, heart attacks, yeah. strokes, different things like that. So, every single sin that he asks us not to do, he's trying to protect us from. Exactly. And so, that's why salvation like Ashley said is getting saved mm -hmm. from death mm -hmm. so just to go back to the qualification of receiving salvation so if we go back to the point where it says Christ is available to all who believe that's the only criteria that you have to do is to then accept him as your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ um don't worry we'll give you an opportunity at the end of this video okay so being adopted by Christ in that moment, once you receive him, you believe that he died on the cross, you're automatically adopted as his child. You are automatically receive the inheritance. Everything is imputed on you and you're able to walk out and be his child. And just to compare it to the adoption process that you have to go through within this earth that we live in. I was looking it up, and there's, like, a whole process that you have to go through to be adopted. Yeah. Like, it's just not automatic. Like, 
appearing to walk in and be like, oh, I want that child right there. Let's go home and I'm going to take him home. Uh-huh. No. There has to be some kind of background check. The kid have to be around the um the parents, the potential adoptees or the adopted parents. I think you have to pay money or something like that. And also, I was reading, it says that you have to be licensed in order to adopt. Yeah. And then you have to have an attorney present to process legal paperwork. And the process could take up to about 6 to 18 months. Okay. That's not something you just can jump into. Like, oh, I want a baby. Right. Yeah. But look at how easy it is just to be accepted as God's child. You don't have to go through a background check. You don't have to have a lawyer or anybody present. I remember when I received Christ, I remember I was sitting on the couch crying my eyes out. And I was just like, Lord, I just received you on today. Like, I didn't need anybody else present. It was just me and God. Yeah. And I meant it with my heart. And I was just like, Lord, I just received you today. I mean, you don't have to have all of these things. You don't have to go through the process of being his child. Like, it's just automatic. Yeah. When you just receive God. That's good. And I also want to add from the child's point of view. Mm-hmm. When you talked about the adoption process, I thought about Like Mike, the movie. Oh, that's good. I like the movie. Yeah. So y'all know how in Like Mike, the older children, they typically weren't adopted because mm-hmm. parents aren't looking for older children. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. They want someone a little bit younger mm-hmm. that they can raise up as their own. So with the adoption process... Into coming a into becoming a believer, that's not necessary. Mm. God isn't looking for a certain age. He isn't looking for a certain race. Yep. He isn't looking for a certain size mm-hmm. or height. He isn't concerned about disabilities because mm. a lot of the time people won't adopt children with disabilities. Mm-hmm. He is just looking for a believer, mm-hmm. a heart. Just hypothetically speaking, he walks into that foster home. Our group home, whatever you call it, he wants all of the children yeah. in there. He doesn't care what they're going through, what they've been through, what they look like, what's going to happen down the line with them. Because, you know, some children can have mental issues. He doesn't care about any of that. Mm-hmm. All he cares about, like Ashley said, is the heart. Yeah. That's all he wants. All who come to him. Yeah. That's who he will accept. So, in verse 16, it Mm -hmm. says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. So, what is the good news, you say? Mm -hmm. The good news is that through Jesus Christ, we are all in right standing with God. Yes. That's amazing, right? So, we'll get into what exactly that means as far as righteousness in this section. That's right. The second part of our Focus scripture is something that people get stumped up on all the time. All the time, y'all. And just to recap what it is, it says, This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. So righteousness, y'all. We all know that when you believe in God, you are in right standing with him. Mm-hmm. You can't purchase righteousness. You can't earn righteousness. It's just something that's given to us mm-hmm. for the free. The whole thing with God isn't to 
get these people to do all this stuff for him, to live a strict life. That's not his goal. His main goal is to have a personal relationship with us. You can't purchase righteousness. Like we said in the beginning, all you have to do to become a member of the kingdom of God is believe. That's all you have to do. So you can't be too good or overly good to someone or completely sin free or continue to give to all these charities and consider yourself saved. It's not. You have to believe. It's just that simple. And you can't bribe people in the church to try to make yourself righteous. Like righteousness cannot be purchased. It's just something that we have as a believer. Yeah. You cannot buy your way into righteousness. Mm -hmm. It's just something that everyone has available to them if they receive. Yeah. Just like grace and mercy. Mm -hmm. So I'm so glad that you brought that point up. Because we cannot live good enough to be righteous. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Righteousness is already given to us because God is righteous. And whatever he is, that's that is available to me as well. Yeah. So it's through me receiving, believing first is the first criteria through faith, believing that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. That's when I I become righteous, and then I become all of those other things that He is. I become holy and acceptable. That I am, I can stand before God because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's when I am justified because of Christ. Like Shay said, I cannot buy my way into righteousness. I cannot work. I cannot serve myself into righteousness. It's not by by those things that we physically do. You do those things because of Christ, because that he is just that good, because that he gave his life for that. And you want to serve people. He served people. So why not we serve people? Did that come right? Why don't we serve people? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we serve people to show our love for God. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You have to have the right heart. Yeah, to serve and to also piggyback off of what you said, as far as we do good things because we want to be like Christ. Mm-hmm. It also goes into the concept of sin. So I had an amazing revelation earlier this week, and it fits so perfectly into what we're talking about. So I wanted to um, share that with you all. So in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, it shares the real reason that we repent as Christians. So let me read that, and then I'll break it down. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins. And purify us from all unrighteousness. Okay. So, comment down below if you have been guilty of, I need to make sure I repent every single day. So, just in case I die today, I don't get sent to hell. Mm. Mm. I have been guilty of that. And... Thinking of repentance in that way, it's not the real reason we repent. We don't repent as the sole goal of 
to not make it to hell mm. or to make it to heaven. So this is why I need to repent about this. Because a lot of the times that can cause you to repent without a pure heart. Like, yeah, God, I had sex outside of marriage today, so I just want to go ahead and repent for that mm-hmm. just in case I don't wake up. I'm go ahead and cover it right there. Yeah, when you already know that you're probably going to do it two days from now. Mm-hmm. Because you haven't been purified of that sin. Yeah, that's good. So, our repentance isn't to make sure we get into heaven. We're not repenting for that. When Jesus died on the cross, he paid the debt for all of our sins. The reason we are repenting is so we are able to give that vice, that sin, that control that the enemy has over us. We're able to give that to God. And so we can have a closer relationship with him by giving over what our issue is. It allows us to maximize our fellowship with God when we repent. So when we repent, we become pure. We become more pure. And the more pure we become, the more like Christ that we become. And so it allows for a purified fellowship moment with God. You know, we can't get over sins ourselves. Mm -hmm. The purification takes place with Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So going back to our spring cleaning series, that last episode, Dirty Laundry, well, we talked about how Holy Spirit is the, the the thing that goes inside of us and purifies us. So if we are not repenting and asking for forgiveness over those sins in true form, mm-hmm. we're not allowing God into our situation. Yeah. So repentance isn't about, oh, let me make sure I make it to heaven. <laughs> repentance is about... Saying, God, I trust you and I honor you to know that I shouldn't be doing this. So I am asking for forgiveness for doing that. And also show me a way so I can stop doing this. Save me from myself. I'm allowing you in because I know I can't clean it up by myself. So that's what repentance is. And with that revelation, it it became easier for me to repent. Because... It takes away all the shame and the guilt and the repentance process because I'm just having a conversation with, you know, my father telling him my issues. We already know that he's not going to condemn us. Mm -hmm. We already know that he's going to forgive us. But I am showing him that I trust you enough to allow you into the situation so you can change me so I can become more like you. So confessing our sins and repenting to God is a way for us to ease our conscience Mm -hmm. so we can come to God 100% also. Just because you sin doesn't take away your righteousness. Mm -hmm. You're righteous because you believe, but we definitely want to repent just so we invite God into that so he can purify us. That's good. It's hard to explain, but... When I got that revelation, I was like, you know, thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. Because it, it 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 makes me, first of all, have that, that thought of, oh, God, oh, I repented about everything. Did I forget something? Yeah. Did I forget something? What? Lord, remind me of something I did today. Mm-hmm. That's taken away from me. It's also more intimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With me knowing that, 
oh, this repentance is so I can get closer to you, so I can become more like you, not just so I can make sure that if something happens tomorrow, I'm good. So, yeah. That's good. I'm glad that you brought up the point of, you know, just because I've sinned, it doesn't take away my righteousness. Because mm-hmm. we talked about in the last episode of Dirty Laundry. Like, just because I've done something wrong, I've even condemned myself, that doesn't make, that doesn't take my Christian card away. Yeah. I think a lot of people, I know for me as a young Christian on some milk, I just thought like, oh man, I messed up, so I gotta start all over. Yeah. You know? Like you said, like, it doesn't change my status. Mm-hmm. I've used it before, like, it doesn't change my status of my dad's child. Yeah. Which is our Heavenly Father. It doesn't change that. Even though you sin and what the consequences of that sin, it still doesn't take away your status. I wanted to point out to y'all remember we said that the wages of sin is death. So every single sin has a consequence. Mm-hmm. God cannot stop that consequence once you committed the sin. He tried to stop you from committing the sin before you committed it. You just chose to go ahead and commit that mm-hmm. sin. So whatever the consequence is, God is going to have mercy on you. He is going to give you grace. But you remember, sometimes you will get consequences to those sins. Mm-hmm. But it does not mean that you aren't righteous. I just wanted to add that. He knew that we weren't perfect. But that's why he sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for past, present, and future sin. Mm -hmm. And it goes into our next topic, what it says is sealed by faith forever. So the last part of the scripture, it says, this is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Like, we live by faith and not by sight. So, even if we do see the sin in our life, and even the consequences of that, it's by faith that we live. We have to go back to the Word and say, oh, I'm still righteous because of this. I can receive God's forgiveness because I am God's child. I still believe in His Word. I, I believe that His Word says that He'll give me wisdom, how to move forward. How to, even if the co- the consequences of the sin are still in my life, mm-hmm. I can move forward. I can receive his wisdom. I can receive his forgiveness. And also, his righteousness, I'm still that because I am a believer. So, that's something that is sealed by faith forever. Forever, yeah. ever. So, where it says that a righteousness that is by faith, that made me think of our Bedrock Faith slash Faith Check-In series. That goes back to why this series was so important, Mm -hmm. because literally faith is the foundation of everything in our Christian walk. Right. So, the things that are going on around us, our life may not seem righteous, but by faith, we know that we are in right standing with God. Mm -hmm. So, no matter what is going on around me, I may see chaos. I may not understand the direction I'm going around. I know that, okay, I'm in right standing with God. I'm righteous. So whatever path that he has me on, it's for the greater good. It's going to work according to his purpose. So we have to remember that and just allow God to direct our lives. And just remember that whatever the situation that we're in or whatever it looks like, by faith, Mm -hmm. we are still in right standing with God. I know a lot of the times when people first get saved, they try to be oh so perfect Mm -hmm. and they try to 
it's always like this um this murky area with people who first get saved because you know they still have the past life that they're trying to still yeah. be a part of and then they have this new life that they want to be a part of so they'll go to church every Sunday they'll read their bible but they'll still hang out with the friends that do these you know unsanctified activities <laughs> um, and so around them it may not look like they're saved but in their heart mm-hmm. they are saved they're just going through the process that purification process that rent cycle they're just going through that so they can get to you know that squeaky clean object mm-hmm. it takes time it's not an overnight process just remember yeah. that it is not an overnight process to be this top-notch christian that you think mm-hmm. of and then mm-hmm. whatever top-notch christian that you're thinking of just remember they're not perfect yeah they still seeing they don't know everything they god is still mm-hmm, god is still working inside of them mm-hmm. even us a lot of the times we go in this thing and we are ministering to ourselves. We still sin. We're still normal people. Yeah. That's not what he's looking for. He's not looking for a perfect person. He already found the perfect person in Jesus and Jesus did everything he needed him to do. Mm-hmm. He's just looking for somebody who can spread his word. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to Paul. Clearly. <laughs> He's not looking for a perfect person. Yeah. Let's go back to Peter. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all know what Peter did. Mm-hmm. We're not even gonna get into it. But after Jesus died, Peter was the main one to start the church. Nobody in the Bible was perfect. Nobody like everybody that he used had something. Y'all, Noah. After he got off the boat, he got drunk and stuff with his with his daughter. Abraham. Mm-hmm. He slept with his slave. Hagar, David, mm-hmm. y'all go back to the deep clean episode. The whole thing that he did with Bathsheba, mm-hmm. David was cutting up. So, yes, nobody. But they were still able to be used by God. And see how all of that added up. And we get Jesus out of that. So. Yeah, and all of that's by faith. All of those people, even though they didn't do the right thing, they still had faith in God. Yeah, David had a heart for God. He did, but he still killed some people. Still was, and he knew he was wrong. Yeah, (laughs) and y'all know what he did? He repented. Come on, you better bring that back around. (laughs) (laughs) He cried out to him. It's like ask him to clean me. Purify my heart, oh God. Yeah. So, y'all see what David did? And he still was like, purify my heart, oh God. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. Mm -hmm. He still had enough nerve to come to God because you know why? He knew his position with God. Ooh, come on. He knew that no matter what he did, God was still going to be there for him. He knew that his strength came from God. So he knew he couldn't just like right. run away from him. Like Ashley said, he had a heart for God. Yeah. So it was always going to turn back. Right. Whatever your heart yearns for is always going to hmm. go back to it. But yeah, you don't have to be perfect. He just wants us to do the work at the end of the day. He just, he wants you to move the kingdom forward. He yeah. wants you to tell people the good news. He wants to see the purpose that he purposed you for complete. And he wants your obedience. Yeah. 
that's it. That's that's all he requires. And just know that you do not have to be perfect. <laughs> that is not what he's looking for. Yeah. Um, please don't look at people who you think are ultimate Christians and think that compare your life to them. Mm-hmm. Comparison kills. We'll talk more about that in a later series, but don't compare your Christian walk to someone else's. Yeah. It's all about your personal relationship and everybody's relationship looks a little different. So like we've mentioned in this episode, through Jesus Christ, which is the good news, mm-hmm. we are all offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. Yeah. So if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Savior, now is the time to do so. It's the perfect opportunity to do so yeah it's so perfect because this episode is entitled salvation just for you yes so if you would like to be saved Mm -hmm. and accept jesus as your lord and savior remember all you have to do is believe yeah you don't have to pay us any money you don't have to sign up Mm -hmm. anywhere you don't have to click the link we would like you to subscribe, but you don't have to. Yeah. All you have to do is believe. Once you believe, repeat this short prayer after us, and you will be a part of the kingdom of God. Yeah. Lord Jesus, I receive you as my Savior. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me. In the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving me and delivering me from my sin. Amen. Amen. And just like that, you are saved and you are now a part of the kingdom of God. Welcome, y'all. Yay! You received salvation. So excited. (laughs) Wasn't that so easy? Salvation is so simple and it requires absolutely nothing. This Christian walk is so simple. Mm -hmm. I know it may seem hard, but it's so much easier than walking the path of the unknown. Walking in the path of darkness. With Christ, we have light and we can see straight through the path and know the way to go. So be sure to connect with a Bible teaching church if you cannot find one in your area. We always include iChurch's live stream link in the description Mm -hmm. where we go live every Sunday at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And then on the first Thursday of every month, our pastor does a special Bible study what he calls First Thursdays. Yeah. All right, so comment down below your salvation story. I'll share it with you guys. I received God on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) It was just me and him. You know, we want to hear your salvation story. Comment down below. We want to hear Encourage other people as well. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this theatrical, you know. Yeah. I was sitting in the back of the church and I felt it come over me and I got up and I walked to the front of the church. It was lights everywhere. Yeah. Flashing. And it was just me and God as I was walking up front. It doesn't have to be that, y'all. It can be like Ashley just sitting on the couch. Regular Mm degla. So, yeah. Let us know. So, before you leave, be sure that you hit that like button, and then don't forget to subscribe. We are on the road to 500, so in order to do that, you have to subscribe. Yeah.
and then be sure to hit that bell notification so you are notified every single time we upload that's right and while you're there you know the share button is like right there in the center of it all mm -hmm. so be sure to share this video with five of your friends you never know who needs to hear this so yeah. go ahead and share it with them yes the minimum is five yep five the maximum is you know no max but the minimum <laughs> And then before you go, also remember to follow us on all of our social media platforms. They should be on your screen right now. And then don't forget to follow us on our Facebook live group where we actually do life together. And if you have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be sure to stand in agreement with you. Yes, I know that we're asking a lot of you guys, but I feel like all of this stuff is really simple. But before you leave, be sure that you downloaded our free principle yes. for this month. It is a printable where it walks through the different promises that God has provided to us. Yeah. And I think it's such a great thing to go back and remember the different promises that we have. Because mm -hmm. like we mentioned, there's so many that you can easily forget yeah. a very simple promise. And I have to remember, if it's a promise... He is not a God where his word will return void. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be fulfilled. Yeah. It's not a what if. It's a fact. Mm -hmm. So go and study those promises, y'all. Click the link below. Yes. You know, I was just thinking, like, even with this printable, you can pair this with a confession formula. Yeah. Like, you can use it and make these confessions, and it will change your prayer life. Let me tell you. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> right yeah. There. So for all of our new saved Christians yeah. out there y'all just start from flip the switch mm -hmm. playlist starts there and work your way down and we'll get y'all started on this Christian journey right that's all that we have for you in this first episode of Mayflowers y'all can already tell from this one episode this series like as she said in the in-depth Bible said it's gonna be lit and we can not wait do, do they still say lit we're old, y'all, but yeah. It's gonna be lit. It's going to be on fire. On fire for the Lord. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it is going to be a great series. We pray that we plant seeds in your heart yeah. and your flowers just bloom. And y'all, Holy Spirit just works out everything according to his purpose. Yeah, and the ideas that he gives us as far as our series, they always line up so perfectly. So we just thank him. Be sure to check out our interview Tuesday yes. where we are interviewing the podcast. I'm saved, but, but. y'all, I cannot wait to interview Thank them. They are a new podcast duo yes. that we found. And we, how perfect is it yes. that the name of their podcast is I'm saved, but, and we're talking about salvation. So can't, we can't wait to get into it, but until Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Mm -hmm. As always, be, be obedient. obedient. We'll see y'all next time.